As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right. Over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Subtle results. Still you, but with fewer lines. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulty swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia Gravis or Lambert-Eden syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com. Five, six, seven, eight. Five, six, seven, eight. One, two, four, nine. <laughs> Brightest lights cast the darkest shadows, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Football Ramble. My name's Marcus and Jim's here. Hello. Luke's here. All right. And Pete's also here. Oh, he's Sushabuddy Des. In a new jumper. Yeah. 
It's got an integrated T-shirt. Um, Was that Japanese for I've got a new jumper? <laughs> <laughs> Marcus knows. He knows. Yeah. What was it Japanese for again? Uh, nice to see you. I haven't like seen you for a while. Haven't seen you for a while. It's been about it's a good, week. Good to be back. Oh, yeah. We sound a little bit more sprightly, a little bit more excitable yeah. than we did oh, last week. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> we were out of our own arses. <laughs> <laughs> we really were. And also, there are two things on this running order, which uh, I think you'll know <laughs> are going to be there, but we'll get to them in due course, ladies and gentlemen. Don't worry about that. Um, now, John Carver said he's known as the grumpy one at Newcastle because he was the bad cop to Pardew's good cop routine, Pete. Mm. Any thoughts immediately on that? Well, he's, he's the bad cop to just humanity, isn't he? Because he's, he's a miserable little grouch, isn't he? <laughs> Isn't that very much what he's saying, though? Yeah. Well, I, I, Pardew, I mean, Pardew was the good cop. Pardew was the PR guy. Yeah. Pardew was the better Which cop. is amazing, but isn't yeah, it? But you Pardew imagine... was the PR guy. He's going <laughs> around headbutting people and swearing at Pellegrini and <laughs> all the, those stuff he did. He was the good cop. Yeah. But you'd imagine, like, Pardew would sort of say one thing to your face and then get Carver to sort to of just say something up. else. Yeah. 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 Sort of what a good cop, bad cop is, isn't it? <laughs> no, 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 but, like, just be really <laughs> underhand about it. Right, yeah, so, well, I can yeah. see that, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, if you were a policeman and had to have a bad cop or a good cop for said routine... Who would you go for, Jim? Well, obviously, straight away, I'm, I'm, I'll be bad cop. It'd be so much fun. We've all seen Falling Down, right? <laughs> yeah. It, it'd just be... Oh, if it weren't for the constraints, constraints of society, I'd be such a prick all the more time. Of. I would love more of a prick all yeah, the time. Like you're doing I love it. Right, I know. Yeah. Well, exactly. <laughs> I'm g- really good at it, mate. You've got a real talent for it, and I'd, I'd love it. It'd be brilliant. Just go around, just pistol whipping jerks, all the things that bad cops can do. And my my good cop partner would be Ian Dezayu. Because oh, I mean, yeah. he's an actual oh, yeah. policeman. He's an actual um, homicide detective now, isn't he? So yeah. basically, he could do all the work, and I could just be a dick all the time. And he and, never... and is actually a really good guy as yeah. well. Who was it who spat in his face? El has Juf. And he didn't respond, prison, did now. he? No, yeah. In prison. Who is? Juf. Is he? he? Yeah, Dezayo put him there. Oh, that's <laughs> really good. Oh, blimey, I'm, not, I'm missing something here. <laughs> Jeff would be a great bad guy in that, in your... If this is like a, like a, like a oh, drama yeah. series. He and know. I would have some proper rucks, I reckon. Yeah. Which he would win, and then Dezayo would sort it out, and Win I'd have to learn back. a lesson about being nicer. <laughs> <laughs> which I'd fail to learn every week. Yeah. When was the last time you broke the law, Jim? Um, I don't know. Gonna have to get on that. I'll yeah, let you okay. know next week what I get up to. Yeah, and if you haven't done <laughs> it for a new while, section then. of the show, Jim's <laughs> weekly crime. <laughs> Luke, um, I would also be bad cop for precisely the reasons Jim has stated. Mm. I mean, I often think about when you hear and you see an interview with an actor and they play like a bad guy. They go, oh, it's always so much more <laughs> yeah, fun yeah, to play yeah, a bad yeah. guy, you know. So I'd definitely yeah. be the bad guy. Actually, on on the way into the studio, you genuinely just mused, "I wonder what my life would be like if I didn't hate everyone." So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, that was a yeah, that was a direct quote. That was a high poignant moment. Yeah, uh, present company included actually. <laughs> uh, I, I would yeah, so I'd be the bad cop for sure. Um, I would have Chris Hutton as my good cop, oh, nice. just because he seems like a bloody lovely chap. Yeah, he does. He seems to popular amongst players. People seem to like him. You could probably dominate him as well. He's a sort of uh, yeah, yeah, maybe. <laughs> no, I, I don't really, I don't really see it working that way, Jim. I sort of see it as like, say, Chris Hutton's got into the shift. Police, policing shift early because he's like yeah. a good cop and he's diligent and I've obviously rolled in late hangover mm, yes, and Chris Hewitt said to me look Luke I can't get anything out of this this guy this suspect so I'll like, frisk him give and, me you, t- and you just vomit whiskey acid on his 
chest. <laughs> you'll, have your, you'll have your gun in a minute. In <laughs> ten, I'll go. Just give me ten minutes with him. I'll go into the into the into the witness yeah. interview room and break like, down in tears, him, like punch him, like cry, <laughs> punch him, and then and then Chris Hewitt comes in. Look, you can't do that. And I'll be like, just leave me, Chris. Just leave me. <laughs> leave me. I'll, you don't understand my methods. He's <laughs> a family member. Leave me. Have you got? Have you got? Have you got a confession, Luke? No. But just give me ten more minutes, and I'll just keep saying that. And then Chris yeah. Hewitt will keep coming, and I just keep going. Leave me, Chris. Just leave me. Yeah. And uh, and then maybe lunch. I'll get Chris Hewitt to take me home, put me to bed. Give me like a glass of warm milk, and then I'll yeah. I'll I think we need to move on. This is getting wow. a little bit too. Yeah. <laughs> it's getting real, a little bit too real, isn't it? <laughs> you, you said you're a method man. <laughs> yeah, has this happened earlier today? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. The whole story was true, apart from Chris Hutton. All I will say is, don't ask me the crime question. <laughs> <laughs> PT. I think we should have um, good defender, bad defender. Okay. And, okay. In the, and it would be... Isn't that Man City at the moment? <laughs> yeah. I was thinking like With the, night, the 1994 Ireland squad, Paul McGrath and Kevin Moran, and just sort of like have those two together. Yeah. And like he'd like... But who are you going to be in this, Pete? Have I got to be involved? Yeah. I don't, I don't think... Kevin Moran, the guy we met, Luke? No, that's Chris Morris. Morris, oh, okay. Yeah, he right, was yeah. ancient. He was like nearly 40 or something in the squad. He's like the oldest but man Pete, ever. You've, you've essentially, I think, willfully... <laughs> he was the mis- oldest man ever. Question. <laughs> I, I thought I didn't More realize you had a minute. to be, He signed on deadline day. <laughs> I, I didn't realize you had to be involved in it. I thought you just picked two people. I thought you guys were letting well, yourselves down. If you were a policeman away. and had to have a bad <laughs> cup or a good cop, who would you go for? So the last two These questions. are the benefits of knowing how to read. I'm going to use the word unequivocal there. I didn't. I went for a, a poo instead of um, thinking up the answer to the question, and I thought, well, Luke's going to take ages with his answer. Where is that <laughs> bloody Sony award, eh? <laughs> 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 Uh, so Go have on, you got what one? have you got for us? Heaven forbid you'd read on the toilet. Why don't you just say you're the bad defender and Paul McGrath's the good defender? Fair dues. Yeah. Oh, sorry, That'll you do. said the other yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. I like that. Yeah. Right, you kids. thought outside the box. So if you, yeah, if you were more of a, a, a head of police, headers. head of police, and you were appointing a good cop and a bad cop. Yeah, hey, I think it'd be a good. I'm winking at you. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Is that your answer? Yeah, that's my answer. There you go. <laughs> oh, Does it get me the points, winky, winky? Well, I haven't said mine yet. Is that a new jumper, Luke? No, it's not, actually. Oh, it's nice. No, no, it's few, you, you washed few, things well. A few months ago. Uh, is that a new jumper? Yes. Oh. <laughs> right. <laughs> so you only asked if we had a new jumper because you've got a new jumper. No, I knew we had a yeah. new jumper. I, well, I suspected. That's why I asked. <laughs> yeah. I've got a new drug. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would go for a good cop as well because I like the idea of being bad cop because, as you all know, I'm a, a real Monster. hard man and I can go. Mm. When yeah. I want to go, I can go, oh, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. Yeah. Oh. Don't you worry about that. Um... <laughs> <laughs> we're not worried about that. Carlo, you will be in a minute. Carlo Ancelotti is good cop. Yeah, everyone, okay. Everyone loves him. Yeah. Mm. You could imagine him if he was trying to talk. So now you've got like a little lethal weapon type thing, because Carlo Ancelotti, probably quite close to retirement, too old for all this shit. Now you're yeah, talking, you can say yeah. that a lot, and you'd be I'm off the Mel. rails. You'd be off the rails, no, I'm mate. Mel. I'm the character that Mel played. I'm Seeing prostitutes, Mel. taking <laughs> drugs. Got, very similar oh, views oh, to oh, Mel, oh, though. Yeah. Sh- easy. You've Marcus, got, you've you got the passion for the Christ, and you don't like them lot. Oh, yeah. Passion Marcus. for the Christ is passion for the Christ. You'd be like Mel Gibson. <laughs> you'd be like Mel Gibson, Lethal Weapon. You'd also be a bit like Denzel Washington, Training Day, smoking crack in your car. <laughs> <laughs> Bad Lieutenant Marcus yeah, Speller. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Uh, but Angelotti, you could imagine him uh, talking to a criminal, saying, mm. "Calm to easy." Or, yeah. And if he wasn't getting through, the eyebrow. Yeah, yeah. And that would be. And it. you've got an eyebrow as well. Yeah, well, yeah, the, you the, can do the eyebrow very mine's well. The, mine's the, the, the evil eyebrow. The evil eyebrow. Yeah, <laughs> that's nice. <laughs> yeah. I was, I, I, an honourable mention to Theo Walcott, good cop. 
Yeah. Such a lovely, yeah. what about that, a lovely young man. The 2 0. Well, he did that to Spurs fans. Yeah, well, Spurs. Isn't it? Cheeky, yeah, well, if, you know, that's all right, isn't it? He's cheeky. cheeky. Martin Yol. Oxley Chamberlain, have a nice chat. Martin yeah. Yol be a, a brilliant avuncular um, good, good cop. cop. Yeah, he would. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Um, I think Luke's got the points. Thanks, guys. Oh, you can stick the points up your ass, Chief. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, if I didn't get the points then, I would have. Taking my badge and handed it in. I knew my gun. If those pen pushes up at City Hall, don't like the fact that Luke got the points. I can take the points and yeah. shove them up there. I mean, independent police complaints commission ass. <laughs> wow, that's a that's a speaking of which, let's go to the Premier League. We mentioned Carvery got his first win as Newcastle boss. Pete, easy peasy. Hugs for everyone. Yeah. Oh, there, was a, there, was a, there was a good old hug with uh, Steve Bruce, weren't there? Hug City. That's, that's, a, that's a big hug. There's a lot of flesh <laughs> in that you, one hug. Isn't it was big, it? Wasn't it? Sure. Did you want to? It's like a never-ending hug. The yeah. after hug. You imagine the, going for the ages. folds getting caught up within each other. Yeah, you know, we never surprised apart. You know, there's an earthquake and there's loads of aftershocks. They've got yeah. loads of after hugs for that hug. <laughs> <laughs> did you want to hug show, uh, Sammy Ami Ober after that? Uh? Damn right, I did. It was did a great goal, wasn't it? was it? a beautiful goal. Just mm. sort of opened up for him. I mean, Hull were, were freaking terrible, weren't they? I yeah. mean, they, they, I know they've got a lot of injuries and stuff, but there's no excuse for playing like that. What's so. El Mahamadi's problem? Oh, my <laughs> goodness. Not understanding the rules by the looks of it. It's so brazen. Yeah. yeah. It obviously punches the ball. It wasn't a crafty one like Maradona. No. It was such a... Uh, it's like a volleyball spike, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. It was an overt <laughs> handball. And, but, like, he, he chinned it. No, it was like it was like he wanted to hurt it. Yeah, it was so but obvious. Do you know when Maradona did the hand of God? And if you look at the initial celebration before he runs away, he looks around mm. like he can't believe he's got away with it. Mm. I think El Mohamed has learnt from that and thought, <laughs> "I'm only going to get away with this if I really passionately Sell celebrate." Yeah. Like it was a proper goal, and he tried to do that. But then what he shouldn't have, well, he shouldn't have done it. But the, the worst thing about it was when he sort of got pissed off when it was disallowed. Yeah. So what do you expect? <laughs> did he get booked for that? Oh, he's acting, isn't he? He's, he's seeing it through. He's committing. He is. He should have got He's booked. Very much if he bad cop. I don't know if he got booked or not. I didn't see it. I can't quite remember. I was just so intrigued by the whole thing. Yeah. yeah. As you say, kicking off for a. For mm. Obviously, uh, something he's done wrong. I mean, we find that funny, don't we? When a, a player will go right through a, a, another player, and it's obviously a bad foul, and mm. they complain if the referees maybe booked them or even sent them off or something like yeah. that. Because I suppose, from from their point of view, maybe in, with the adrenaline or the heat at the moment, they think they might have got the ball. Well, also, so on. but that one, yeah, I'm all in the bloody net. I must admit, I remember hearing about the um, handbox. I didn't watch it live, and then I watched uh, the highlights. And um, the first time it went in, I was like. Oh, balls. And then I was thinking, no, wait, it was 3 0 man. But so it was a pretty good spot for the. So Newcastle definitely won because they scored without <laughs> yeah. reply. On that, on, that, yeah, on that booking thing, though, and you're right on what you say, but also when a, a, a player will think. I, I often think that players are annoyed at being booked for a late challenge or whatever because they think. Well, I genuinely tried to get the ball there, yeah, but the goal yeah, was too sure, quick for yeah. me. And the referee doesn't understand that because it's a play. He didn't even ball. try to head the ball. No, he didn't. No, <laughs> None of it was. Yeah, it's yeah. not like he went in with the head and then a cheeky little messy no. poke of the hand. No. no one of the, still be bad one of the also things, I mean, I'm not sure if we got on the run or talk about it or not, so I'll just mention it really, really quickly. Yeah, do so, mate. Do um, so. When May United beat Leicester. Yes. Um, the first goal, I haven't seen it again, but I think there was talk of it being offside. Van Persie, was it? Yeah. Um, I don't know if it was or not, but it made me think about why the defenders appeal for offside. Why don't you just get on with it? Just get on with the game. Yeah. And the, 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 I've never ever seen an assistant referee say, "Well, I didn't get it because you didn't, you didn't call for it." Do you think there is an argument like that it's, it's the same sort of um, psychological effect that um, you're talking about with El Mohamedi? 
They just think if they put the idea in his mind, It'll if be, they're not yeah. sure, they call for it just in yeah, case to draw attention to it. Yeah, maybe be definitely influenced, can't they? If, if all I the think hands with the hand up. in the air, it's it, you know. Yeah, but I think it, it just looks like a cop out. It looks yeah, like yeah. oh, I'm just trying to get away with this. I thought it was offside, so I won't get bollocked for being a bad defender. But, it, but you know what it's like when you play football. It's just a natural reaction sometimes. If the yeah. ball goes out of play, you claim for it. Yeah. To be to be a good defender is is to still be able to defend and not just stop and put your hand up. That's the most daunting thing. You like just get on with it, put your hand up and come shout, but you know still try and get the ball. You know, yeah. Defender must be so good at hailing a cab. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> seriously, though, Hull are bad. Yeah, really they bad. Really like, bad. They've sort well, of slipped under the radar a bit, haven't they? Because so many other teams have been so shit, but like yeah. they, have, they are really, really up against it at the haven't, moment. They haven't scored in 11 of the last 15 matches. Well, yeah. They sound that lad from um, Lokomotiv Moscow, is it? Uh, I forgot his name. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for like three million quid, but he's like 29. He scored goals wherever he's gone. I mean, he looks pretty decent, but it's just like you think, but Yelovich that's going to be that's going to be a lot of money. Like I, if, I, if, I if he's what... that age, that's <laughs> going to be a big old wage. And they also the only two people that signed in the, in the transfer. When it was him, and um, bearing in mind they need bodies because they've got so many injuries and they're, yeah. they're well, shit. Well, that's been the problem, isn't it? Well, they've signed someone from like the fifth tier of um, like down from the conference. It's like really, like yeah. oh, really? it's uh, it's the Northern D- Division something or other. But, so, yeah, uh, yeah, I know the one you mean. I think the Premier. I think is I saw, the last time I saw Hull play fully, I didn't see the Newcastle game in its entirety. Was against West Ham, and it actually started off the first twenty minutes or so. All right, and Luke had a lot of chances, but he couldn't score. Mm. That was um, still in Newcastle. The first <clears> I, I watched it? the first half uh, at work, and then I had to run off. But um, right. and, and they looked pretty good first. 10 minutes and Newcastle look very odd. I just cannot score as you just said with that stat. It's crazy. I think that what's happened is that I think Bruce because I remember at the beginning of the season we were talking about how they look they look to have strengthened quite well but it looks like they've now they massively with the benefit of hindsight they've just massively upset the apple cart mm. and players like Hatem Ben Arthur who essentially just wasn't turning up for work. Yeah. <laughs> it's just such a waste he's, of money and he's time. He's not allowed to, uh, to play at the moment is he? Probably not, he's, no. he's considering resigning. Yeah, he's a, and resigning and retiring might, I mean. Might, yeah, that's, that's ridiculous though. He can still play in many of the leagues in the world. He's, he's just 20, sulking isn't he? That's his problem. Yeah, he's 28 for crying out loud. Is he 28? Yeah, 28. But, I mean, he could he could spend the rest of the season in the MLS, for example. Oh no, that's in the off season, isn't it? But he could go to Russia. He could go to Brazil. There's still he, you know, he doesn't have to not play football. He does have options to go to, but he's just sulking. What, what I like about it is that, that um, Cabela um, is. He, he looked really good, and he, I, I hope that he kicks on from his goal because it was a lovely, mm, it was a yeah. lovely finish, a great hit, excellent. Um, he's just so thin. Yeah, like, I saw so that. Ali Obi as well. I just I was going, oh, well, Ali Obi's, you know, Ali Obi. But they're like Shola filled out at about twenty-eight and just became a, like a big fat monster. But uh, <laughs> but but um, but Sammy's always going to be that uh, that thin. I think he's just yeah. so tall and, and like he can't header for shit. But, yeah, but, he's, he's, uh, but he's like Naomi Campbell thin. Yeah, he's tiny. He's absolutely tiny, but. Like, uh, uh, but I just want Cabela to find um, Ben Arthur's stash of double deckers in the training room or something. Because yeah, right, yeah. there must be somewhere in like a cavity wall or something where yeah, he keeps yeah. his well, he treats all over the place like a secret drinker. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I just want to put a bit of weight on. What about um, David Santon? His yeah. girlfriend wasn't happy. He was no. uh, pushed out to Inter. Was it on loan? It's nice. <clears> nice <throat> to see someone f- almost from the club admit that it's a horrible place. To uh, yeah, it's not a bad place to go. I on, can remember when he was at Newcastle Inter. or Milan. Discuss. Yeah, <laughs> I can remember when he was at Inter the first Wainton, time around, and, and, and Mourinho, the cities, yeah. Sols. Um I can remember when he was at Newcastle uh, at Inter the first time, and. Um, he had a, I think he had like a, quite a bad game. It was under Mourinho. Mourinho savaged him. I like completely destroyed his confidence, yeah. didn't he? Because he was held up, held up as a pretty good prospect. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It's a real coup in the new Maldini. Like, they yeah. said, like yeah. Mourinho himself admitted he's one of the most natural defenders ever. Yeah. And I, I, I don't know what. Well, they're getting rid of him because of the wages, but. Yeah. 
She's just, that's just annoying, man. There's just no depth. Just no depth. But a good win nonetheless. Oh, a great win. A really good for, win. For Big Johnny C. It wasn't a great win. Uh, <laughs> it's a 3-0 win, mate, in the Premier League. At the end, at the end of every match, Carver just seems to go, I want this, I want this uh, job. Yeah. So you've, you've got, got it until the end of the season. For the minute. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, Liverpool beat West Ham 2-0. Sterling and Sturridge, good to see Sturridge, Sturridge back. Yeah. back. Uh, what a th- first touch and finish, and you Brilliant. just think, oh yeah, that yeah. they've been missing a bit of yeah. that. He's been, out so for a, sharp. he's been out for a decent while, he's had some setback, he has a really impressive goal. I think the keeper could have done slightly better, but the yeah. first touch, as you said, particularly, was fantastic. Mm. Yeah, I mean, it, you've just realised that... You know, people have been asking a lot of questions about Liverpool this season. I mean, they're not terribly uh, positioned. I think they're about four points off fourth spot. Yeah. And, uh, I think it's ten points from second, so, you know, they could... Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not awful, obviously, on the back of, of last season. But, yeah, was, we said before, losing Suarez and Sturridge... Now, you could say, well, the club should replace them. Yeah, OK, but that's not the point I'm making here. The point is on the pitch. You lose such a potent strike force, especially Suarez, but also Sturridge has been out. It's going to have an effect. Absolutely. It's funny with Brendan Rodgers because you wonder whether he's a bit of a bluffer and whether he gets away with things because of things like Sturridge and Suarez being so good last season and because, like, they seem to play in a style that Rodgers has never really adopted before and you wonder how much he had to do with that. Mm. And then when you start to doubt him when they have such a poor start to this season, he does something like this. And it just looks like now, I think they've lost one of their last 12. and, And it looks like... Now what's happening is the players they've signed is are finally settled in properly yeah. and they're looking playing in the system they understand. You think well that's perfectly understandable, that's reasonable because mm. it's take, they've, they've had quite a bit, a bit of upheaval in the summer mm. and and they they actually look a, quite a good team at the moment. The Markovic looks um, much yeah. improved. From they what semi-finals are unlucky. Yeah, they yeah. should have gone against, through. Against against the they should have been out of sight yeah. in the first leg. They should yeah. have. Been, yeah, but, uh, um, Coutinho just looks like he's got someone to aim for in, yeah. the, in that someone's running behind defenders and stuff, and he's got he can when he supplied the pass for the goal, it was like good. It's just nice to see because he's signed a new contract as well. He's not had that sort of opportunity. He's a lovely player. He, he is really a lovely little player. He's a lovely yeah. little player. Save that. Save that. He's he signed a longer term deal, which is uh, good news for yeah. Liverpool. But like, as you say about Sturridge, it's, it's going to be huge for them having him back because he he strikes me as somebody who is very very determined and, and hard-working player yeah. because you know he spent a lot of time on the bench at City he spent a lot of time on the bench at Chelsea he went on loan to Bolton and he made the, the best of that and then when he when he went to Liverpool he really really hit the ground running and now he's back from an injury and he looks so so sharp he's very it, his head seems right you his know, goals could record storage. for Liverpool is absolutely fantastic it really is I think it's, it's something like 37 goals and 57 games 33 goals and 57 games or something Super. Yeah. Yeah. I think a, a lot of people were pleased myself included were pleased with Sturridge because as you say Jim with the determination that he's had how many players have we seen go through the bigger sides and not quite get played enough or where they want to play? And he says, no, I, I don't want to be on the left wing. I want to be down the centre. Yeah, the situation I'm, best, I, I've, I'm I've, damn good. I'll mm, show you that. Yeah, yeah I, think, I think his career can be summed up with the fact that he was at City. I think he was poorly advised with City and he, and he asked for way too much money, I think. And, they, and then Chelsea nipped in for him and he went. And then even when they were struggling for strikers, Chelsea still weren't planning through the middle. He wouldn't get in a game. He looked absolute quality when he played. Mm-hmm. Um, he just looked like he needed to make the better, uh, you know, the, the better decision more often than not because he was still young, probably. Um, and then when he moved to Liverpool and they made a big fuss of him and he was playing through the middle all the time, he was just fantastic. He's, yeah. and he's always shown a lot of lot of promise. Um, it's just over the last season and a half or whatever, he's been given the chance to do that. And it's a massive boost, not only for Liverpool, but for England as well, because him and Kane could do something together, maybe. Yeah. Kane looks so good at the moment. Mm. And he looks Spurs' best player. Him and Eriksen look like Spurs' best player. And so that can only be good for England as well. Yeah, completely. Uh, with West Ham, they, they face expulsion by orders of mm. FIFA from the FA Cup after fielding Sacco, because he was declared 
injured or unfit rather to play in the Africa Cup of Nations and then subsequently appeared for West Ham in the Cup and a player cannot play for their club if they should have been released for country unless there's an agreement it's a ridiculous rule what if you make a quicker recovery than you anticipate which is entirely feasible and nobody's fault and also it happens all the time with the nationals. All yeah, the yeah. time. Yeah, it does seem a funny <laughs> one, but, but FIFA at the moment seem to be on a drive to try and get international football um, back into the to the centre of the picture or, or to be seen as the highest level of football. And, uh, you know... Well, I look forward to that happening when uh, the next World Cup comes around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, try organise... Yeah, sort yeah. your own house out. <laughs> I tried um, to look into the, the clause and the, and the law around this with FIFA, but it's just it's so boring, I just couldn't be bothered. <laughs> Good no, cop, it's... bad cop, bored cop. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I've got Chris Hewton to do it for me. Yeah, yeah. that's it. Yeah, he's on the desk work, definitely. Hewton. Yeah. yeah, which is, I mean, there's suggestions, isn't there, that when Yogi Love, as we said, won Coach of the Year, it's like, why wasn't it Simeone or someone? Now he mm. won the World Cup, fair enough, but FIFA wanted to perhaps yeah. make sure. So did Scherler. Look what happened to him. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I know, he's off, isn't he? Um, uh, but uh, better news coming out of um, the West Ham camp is that Alex Song, Mark Noble, Stuart Downing, and Cheku Kuate set up a reggae band for one night and one night oh only. Oh, my God. In the aid of charity for the NSPCC and the Autism Society. You'll be pleased to know that Song was on lead vocals. What's, what's Darren doing in there? He was on Song. I, I, I could, there you go. Uh, okay. oh, yeah, no. um, uh, yeah that, that wasn't the setup for the pun that actually No, it happen, wasn't right? even a leap, really, was it? Um, <laughs> it just repeated what you said. Yeah, Noble and, <laughs> Noble and Downing were... I don't know, they must have been... Uh, were they on bass and guitar, maybe? Right. I mean, they would have, I think I mean, Noble just for would one certainly gig. be drumming. I can imagine him uh, dictating the pace. It'd be annoying to sort of try and learn to play together and stuff, and learn all the chords and the beats. It'd be the... brilliant if they didn't. <laughs> if they just sort of improvised. <laughs> Maybe Alex Song is that good that they, it just doesn't really matter. You're too busy mesmerised by him. Yeah, I like, didn't see like, any footage like, of this. Like the Jimi Hendrix experience. There you go. Just, uh, just like mess around. Focus on the main man. Like Chuck Berry when he apparently turned up and he didn't know, he never knew the band. He used to get a band. They've already practiced. Get a few bars. Right, come on. They're here to see me. Don't worry about it. Daft little gig. <laughs> oh dear <laughs> no cool changes can't be asked. come on get on with it um, <laughs> music my friends yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but the big one happened Chelsea won Man City won mm. yeah Chelsea didn't have a shot on goal after they yeah, went 1-0 up leggy didn't they yeah they, they had three shots on goal their lowest in a game since 2003-2004 I think uh, Manuel Pellegrini's Manchester City will see that as a missed opportunity do you think <laughs> yeah, but also team. it keeps them in it because you know if they've gone eight points behind you think that's it over it's, it's still going to be tough but it's still a title race they totally should have won though shouldn't they oh absolutely I mean they've got Barca very soon that'll, that'll kick yeah. their uh, sail, kick the wind out of their sail that'll kick their sail kick the mass down <laughs> yeah, kick all of it down it's like watching catchphrase where you can't see the clues what's Mr Chips up to now um <laughs> Chelsea clearly went into that game thinking, don't lose. Yeah. Mm. Which, now if you're a Chelsea fan and. Don't expend any energy as well at some point. There you go. If you're I'm a knackered. Chelsea fan, do you, I mean, the way they set up, Chelsea fans, they, they seem to, and it's understandable, they seem to just trust Mourinho, don't they? Yeah. Which, as I say, that's not a criticism. Mm. But to go, okay, they've got 1 0 up, but then to not have any ambition of trying to win the game. Yeah. Some home fans would think, hang on a minute. It's like Mourinho of old. 
Yeah, yeah, it's like they're old. It, it reminds me of the tactics they would use in, in the Champions League home tie against Liverpool, for example, that seemed to happen every year while Mourinho yeah. was there. Oh, he loves very... it. He, in, in a, in a two-legged affair, Mourinho loves a first-leg nil-nil at home. Grind, yeah. <laughs> he absolutely <laughs> loves it. Because he knows as long as he doesn't get, they get an away goal, he's laughing. Mm. But um, I think the reason they, they trust Mourinho is because of his track record, of course, of course. and because he's almost... Um, this modern Chelsea era is 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 linked inextricably to, to Mourinho, but mm. also because if they lift the title in May, no one's going to care. No one's well, gonna this is it, proven that he he can do that with uh, with it working in the long term, can't exactly. he? So exactly, I don't think they're going to be too angry with him about that. Sure, you well, see, so everyone was just so relaxed at Sky and Talk Sport when the goal went in because it was just they were like talking about this for weeks, mm. and it's just like oh, this is a really bad match. Isn't yeah, it? thank <laughs> God, a really Because we did go through a phase, didn't we, in the Premier League a number of years ago, where every game between the big teams was just ter- terrible. Yeah. And then yeah. it exploded with the eight two, and then they had the Liverpool yeah. Arsenal game, and 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 it sort of come, got back to to sort of interesting games between those big teams again yeah. now. But that one was a bit of a departure, it was a bit of a shame, really. <laughs> yeah, indeed. Yeah, Chelsea's son Cadrado, which is a which is a, very a fantastic sign. Yeah. It's just it, it, Chelsea; they're just ruthless, aren't they? They get their man. Yeah, it's like Gary Neville said the other day. He was saying that they seem to do their business very well now. They get rid of players for decent fees. They get yeah. players in that are good. Mm. But the, th- the thing with um, those types of players is that I'm not sure if I said it last week or if I said it to someone else the other day that, that obviously Mourinho doesn't rate Scherler and Salah ahead of Hazard and Willian. No. So now he wants he wants a player to come in there and offer something a bit different as an option. Yeah. And, and Quadro does that because his pace, I don't know if, if people listen haven't seen him play, I'm sure there are many who have. His he pace really great is fierce. Up. His pace yeah. is so fierce. He had his, 15 he had goals it. last season as well. Mm. He's like he's become a very sort of prolific goalscorer at Quadrado. What is really interesting, is, you're right, as you say about Mourinho, he's very ruthless with getting rid of players. Remember players like Asier Delorno like at Chelsea. Yeah, I they seem to yeah. be there for a little while, did okay, not good enough, you're on your way. Yeah. And like obviously, as you say, Salah and Sherlow, he thinks not quite good enough, going to improve on that. But not only that, Willian, who's having a great season, mm. now he's under pressure as well. Yeah. Like it's, it's constant. It's good. For it's everyone. good. It's yeah. good though, isn't it? It's yeah, I mean, it's an ideal situation for every club. But mm. take Shirley, That's a World Cup winner who's, who, who played well last season. Was a handy option yeah. to have, and he yeah. only missed a lot of this season because he was he was injured, wasn't he? But well, look at one of the players of last season, Frank Lampard. They got rid of him. Just yeah. Like, yeah, just you know, get out. Mm. Yeah, indeed. Yeah, some people were were happy to see him come back. Others not. Yeah. Oh, oh my god, god, that guy! Yeah, that oh guy my god, with yeah, with his, with his wrestling poster. Yeah. <laughs> I very much, I very much enjoyed it. It was, I, I just, I was like, oh, that's beautiful. That is beautiful. Do you know yeah. what though? Chelsea fans now are thinking, oh no, he doesn't represent us. Yeah, you know, because most of the Chelsea that's fans, all it takes, though, isn't it? Of course, it one is. dickhead. Yeah, well, uh, most of the Chelsea <laughs> fans, they gave him a good reception. You know, as as they should, as you would expect. It's a little bit naughty, really, because I tweeted about it on the Ramble account, mm. and someone went back and said, oh yeah, don't tweet. All the good stuff we said about Lampard, just tweet that that idiot there, and I was like, well, "Yeah, it's funny, isn't it?" <laughs> yeah, but I saw the guy's reply, and he went, "Yeah, you're right." <laughs> <laughs> of course, we Fair don't enough. think. Of course, we don't think that every single fan is like that, but it is funny when they pop up. <laughs> of course, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's the way it goes. Mm. The way it goes. Uh, Southampton lost uh, home to, to, to Swansea because Big John Joe Selby, yeah, so strikes again. Big John, yeah. I love him. You do. He's a brilliant player. Mm. When he strides forward like that, a goal. You give it. You give looking John like Joe, a giant bollock. You, yeah. <laughs> a notable egg. Yeah. You give Big Johnge thirty yards, a free run, yeah. shot at goal. It's like I'm a penalty, you. isn't it? To be fair, it's yeah. like a penalty. Can I just it's say, like a Ronald Koeman free kick. I could name you quite a lot of people that I know that if you gave thirty yards to run to and smash the ball, they would do all right with it. Really? Yeah. Name them. Not in this room, but yeah. It's, 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 oh, well, well. <laughs> Pete was angry at that as well. Yeah. <laughs> but the best, the, the way, that, and I've got absolutely no problem with uh, Sir Alex Ferguson. I admire him greatly, as you probably all know. But 
that was a relief to him. John Joe, Sh- yeah, exactly. John Joe Shelby. Mm. No, but it's in context of what I'm about to say. John Joe Shelby first came to my sort of consciousness yeah. widely when he had that massive <laughs> row with Ferguson yeah, when he got caught up against United. Yeah. And, that, and that, I find that really funny. But yeah. that's why I'm saying I don't mind Ferguson. There's no beef with Ferguson. But it was just very funny. And I think he starts screaming as he as he gets sent off. And Ferguson's giving it some to the ref to get him help him get sent off, of course. And he gets the red. And as he walks off, you see Shelby just going, "That was fucking your fault. That was fucking your fault." <laughs> <laughs> he just doesn't care. Yeah, that's no, excellent. Good on tell, tell, tit. He's, <laughs> he's a good player. Yeah. He's got a hell of a shot on him. He seems so. He only does seem to score that one type of goal, doesn't he? Which is obviously a brilliant thing to have in I your locker. Them. But he's still, he's still young. Didn't he score one from absolutely miles out last season? Yeah, yeah. he did. Yeah. About 50 yards. He scored like two or three like that, though, hasn't he? Yeah. Like just arrows. Arrows. Southampton were. Uh, this is the why Southampton aren't going to finish in the top four this season because they, they that's a poor result for them. They should have won that yeah, game. That's they had exactly the sort of game you have to win if you're going to. Ward Prowse, especially at this time of the season. Yeah. Lifelong Portsmouth fan James Ward Prowse pulled the strings. <laughs> he was unlucky not to score as well. Don't take credit for and, that. Uh, <laughs> just giving, giving the listeners a bit of extra information. Yeah. Can I give the listeners a bit of extra information? You're wearing two pairs of headphones, which amuses me. I'm going to take that picture. There you go. On show's going on. Don't yeah. crack on. Yeah. That's good. fine. Uh, Bertr- Bertram was sent off for a, for a, for a tasty Stupid, challenge, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah, yeah again, really. he, had the, he had the temerity to be angry that he'd been sent off. Very calculated foul. Yeah, I mean, it's not as bad as the in, in terms of the argument as uh, the whole city one. But yeah, it was. He knew what he was doing, and as they highlighted on Match of the Day, there was a bit of a ding dong battle mm. uh, between between the two of them. That but sounds he, like competitive <clears throat> knockdown ginger. I don't, think, yeah. I don't think you can have too many complaints really can you the most frustrating thing is it was probably in all of our fantasy football teams so <laughs> he's really good. Signed, him, signed him permanently yesterday didn't they did, they, did that go through yeah, yeah. excellent uh, it's a good bit of business that from Southampton mm. they've replaced Luke Shaw quickly and yeah. sufficiently I would and say. he's having a better season than Luke Shaw well Luke Shaw's you know can't stay fit <laughs> yeah. at the moment no, I mean no. I, I would say Luke Shaw if, if he continues his, his, uh, development. his rise yeah, development he'll Hopefully, a better player than yeah, Bertrand. Southampton still, haven't missed him, so no, it's great business again on their part. Yeah, 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 did the transfer window sort of like it seemed really boring for a very long time? Then, and then if you sort of take stock, you go, oh, "There was some all right moves in there." I just avoid it. Like, I just, just it is boring, isn't I it? I avoid the play. I can't. I just can't bear it. I just cannot. Bear. <laughs> yeah. and the only thing I do on transfer deadline day these days is I flick on Five Live every hour or so just to get the headlines yeah. and I just turn it off yeah. I watched uh, Fortitude on Sky Atlantic last night on the oh, old yeah? catch up yep. I watched uh, the latest episode of Broadchurch I had a lovely time I just didn't do <coughs> any the football the show's gone on Luke oh sorry yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't do any, I didn't yeah, do any we don't want to get day. into what you watch as, as the evening gets on yeah. <laughs> Luke's TV times I can't stand that Jim White fucking idiot it just does my head yeah. it's, it's, it's weird isn't it the yellow suits just yeah. all of it they're just trying to Robbie uh, Savage did it, a parody of Jim White God it's when everything it's when everything starts after it becomes popular and it's that sitting extra season, isn't it? It's that. It's yeah. like it's when Zlatan became self-aware. When yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's when Hasselhoff like, became self-aware. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not. They have anymore. to make it a thing in and of itself, which yeah. is just yeah. embarrassing. But it has got to the point where they they were reporting on, on the rolling ticker of you know what was and wasn't happening. That like I forget which club it was, but they basically said yeah um, yeah we're not we're not in for anyone today. That you're reporting nothing. Yeah. you're reporting on no news. You're reporting yeah. a vacuum. Because what's that? What that's doing is making the club feel like they have to participate yeah 
by saying we're not doing anything. Yeah. When in actual fact, the way the world actually works, well, you don't watch the BBC news and it goes, oh, we're in uh, Croydon. Yeah, nothing's happening. But good. Yeah. yeah. Just, <laughs> I, I, I'll assume Croydon's that's the in, case. Croydon is participating in reality today. Yeah, the way the news is, I'll assume that to be the case, yeah. unless you tell me otherwise. Mm. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's ridiculous. Deadline day shows, eh? No, Fuck them. Um, <laughs> no, nobody watching Max. It's fine. I'm three, QPL one. Ding dong, Harry's gone. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is the first of two, Luke Moore. Um, I feel under pressure. Do you? Yeah. Uh, not as... <laughs> Not as much as Red Up's knee did. Oh. <laughs> no, knees, indeed, straight away. Is it both knees? Go. I haven't got it's the knees, knees information. Now, yeah. yeah, he's having surgery on his knees and he, and he can't... Um he can't carry on. I'm not laughing at a man Incredible. needing I'm, surgery. I'm, la- I'm laughing at a man <laughs> needing surgery. Do you think he went to the doctor and was surgery. like, my knees have not given me a moment's trouble up until now. Yeah. I've played them in a variety of positions. And they're a lovely set of knees. Bent and straight. I mean, normally. <laughs> 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 to, to be fair to Redknapp, um, a, a lot of pictures have emerged. A suspicious amount of pictures have emerged in a really timely fashion to, to the press um, to sort of justify all this. Of him on crutches around. So clearly he does have some sort of problem. With oh, he has, he has got like, knee problems. Yeah, that's yeah, that's but, definitely the, case, the, the yeah. timing of it's ridiculous, isn't it? It's, I mean, the day after the transfer window shots, and he doesn't get anyone in. And what, it was just what? when Tony Fernandez was turning his attention to the dugout, thinking, "Hang on a minute, yeah. could this be a part of the problem?" Yeah. If you look at it, if you look at it in, in the in the context just of football, like, I mean, how cowardly is that, though? Do you know what I mean, how cowardly is it to, to jack it exactly in now, the, word. the day after the transfer deadline's closed, <clears> or the transfer window's closed? Sorry, and you've got players there who are struggling. They, 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 it's a team who are struggling, certainly away from home. They're looking likely they're going to get relegated. They're odds on favour to be relegated, yeah. and they're probably going to look to their manager who's got a vast amount of experience in the game okay he's not won a huge amount but he's got a vast amount of experience as a manager to mm. actually bail them out of it this yeah. is a man who used to openly glorify his nickname of Harry Houdini you know what I mean the guy yeah. who, who gets play, gets teams out of relegation and his career uh, he needs to think about it as well because his career is in danger well it probably already has of just petering out of a whimper mm. because the game's moved on without him now absolutely if, if, if you're if you're a maybe it's his knees if, yeah maybe the players look to a manager to help them out they look he's an experienced guy that's mm. essentially what a manager is mm. experienced knows about the game can set a team up all these other things mm. and you just wonder how he can get any sort of respect at all in the mainstream media now yeah. when he's done that because I'll tell you something now I said this before we came on the, into the studio I said, if they were sitting like you know like West Ham have been doing like they're sitting in fifth or sixth would he be quitting would he fuck no yeah, way yeah, he'd absolutely. never quit if that was the case he, the going's got too tough for him I don't bother thinking about the knees I know he's had problems with his knees but I don't bother by it at all given that he's got so many coaches around the training ground anyway yeah. do you uh, think there's a case of too many cooks there? there's Joe Jordan there's Glenn Hoddle there's just there's so many people one of the things Redknapp said was that he even came in today because uh, he wanted to say goodbye to everyone but like something happened and the players had already gone so it's like a normal day in training for him is to actually not attend training because he's got all these coaches so what, yeah. what's going on there well I, I think really you look at the latter part of Redknapp's career and it's characterised by two things it's characterised by rampant short termism mm. where he doesn't invest any money in youth into academies not interested young players blah 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 and secondly it's essentially defined by a massive um, glorifying of the myth that is Harry Redknapp so everything and he, and he does everything he can to absolutely to keep once, that myth of course, going. once you understand that the only thing he cares about is himself you all the other decisions he makes come into come perfectly into play so yeah Things like um, a huge amount of coaching staff, yeah, that, that would essentially make it easier for him mm. to sort of not take responsibility. Huge turnover of players, looking, do, playing the media, looking for players all the time, even though chairman don't really want you to. All that stuff. The amount of players, we talked about this before, so the amount of players that have come through that club, even at QPR. I think uh, he spent £65 million in his time there. 
The, and, the, main, the main problem for me is that, that certainly this season and where he's kind of fallen down with the, with the away uh, when they've played away and they've become unstuck just simply because QPR have such a small pitch and such, yeah. a, such a thin pitch he can play um, midfielders out of position on the wings but you get found out if you play on a biggest pit somewhere like Stoke or Man City or something like that alright most teams are going to get beaten in Man City but they just get completely overrun so he's got mm. like proper marquee signings mm. that should really be in the centre of the park but because he doesn't really understand how to use width properly and he's never really Needed to, so, he, he, he's playing them out on the on the wide, <laughs> which is fine at, uh, at, Queen, that, at QPR's at home ground. But it, it, whenever he plays with any other pitches uh, that's got a bit more width, he just they just overrun him. That is that is a, an excellent point, which one I hadn't actually thought of. Pete. I, th- and, I, th- and I think I think that would go some way to explaining perhaps why. But he should not. But he can't. He can't. He's, no, he's never really been able to. Not in my. In my knowledge, that I can think of, he's never really been able to set up a team away from home, and that's probably part of it. Mm. But the other thing is, he's, he's he finds it impossible to to do a like um, you know people say about like Wenger, he can't change, he can't do the, the, the two banks of four, mm. and yeah. Redknapp can't really do that. Red, Redknapp's almost spun that myth a little bit as well because he spun that myth like, oh yeah, my teams always play attacking football, which is sort of true, and I've watched his teams play a lot. But it, part of that is because he finds it very difficult to set up a team that are defensively solid mm. and away from home. That for the reasons probably you've mentioned it, and one or two others, it, it brings that into stark focus because people see things like losing 11 away games in a row and, and but the other thing is by the way there was, there was a time when the mainstream media would completely just let him have a pass they just wouldn't mm. care because he, cause he gave him good quotes all that sort of stuff he can't really get away with that now I mean some of the stuff he was saying recently this season have been a bit sort of a parody of well, well he said before yeah. deadline day he said uh, um, and perhaps this is maybe one of the reasons why QPR are languishing he said we need someone else a proven goal scorer Charlie Austin yeah, yeah. I was thinking that like, if, he's, he's banging them in yeah. now if mm. we don't get one, we don't stay up. But it depends how good a player we get. Yeah, yeah it's right. ridiculous. You've got loads of good players. It's just excuses. A, a huge percentage of the things he says just don't actually make but, any but sense. But fair yeah. play to Fernandez is not saying, no, it's not happening this time. Fernandez's just, side of this story come out. So. In the context of what you're saying, though, how cowardly is that by Redknapp? Well, like, I mean, if if the chairman wants me to quit, I'll quit. You know what I mean? I'm having a good time. I'll have a good time if I quit. He said the other week, oh, if I was manager of Chelsea, we wouldn't have lost 10 away games. It's like, well, you're fucking not, mate. It doesn't mean anything. Absolutely ridiculous. Your players would know not to. Yeah. Yeah. If I was a potato, somebody could make me into some chips. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Harry. Thanks, Harry. Good quote again. See you Thanks. later. See you later. See you later. next week. Anyway, QPR fans, you've got, uh, you've got Tim Sherrod to look forward to now. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Well, well every, I, you know, just give it to Les. Give it to Les. Yes, yeah, Les. There, isn't he? He's got his A and B's. He just needs his pro license now. Yeah. Oh, I'd love yeah. to see him. Him and Sherwood, I think, did their badges together because I don't think Sherwood's got a pro license, has he? Imagine the bants. But they do it in Wales because it's because the the English um, FA are just useless when it comes to you got to wait for if, oh, you, if yeah, you're already in full time um, employment it's really hard to actually you turn get up in Lampeter with Les Ferdinand <laughs> on your arm <laughs> <laughs> but like you've got to take like a couple of weeks off work and stuff and it's like going well no because I've got a job to do yeah, I'm right. already, I'm already... Would, you, would you like to see Hoddle Oh, big time, I'd, like, yeah. I'd like to see Les Ferdinand. I'd like to, I'd like to see Ferdinand. I'd like to see Hoddle on his way back to take an England job again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would like to see Ferdinand and, and Trevor Sinclair, who I assume is already there as the overhead kick coach. We've got headers and overhead kicks. <laughs> yeah. And exactly, yeah. getting off with Danny Bears. <laughs> <sorted. laughs> yeah. What a 90s reference that was. Yeah. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. 
LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, everyone. I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash post. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If I had an extra hour in the day, I might catch up on the latest football news, take a lovely walk with my dog Sammy, or maybe interview someone using an orange peel and a broken iPhone. You know, normal journalism stuff. But it's not always easy to prioritise our time, and that's where therapy can be an extra helping hand. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Untangle any unneeded worries and start to value your time for you. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Ramble today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Ramble. Marvellous stuff. Spice um, Boys. We can't Cowabunga. forget Stoke City. No. Stoke City were excellent. Um, John Walters scored a hat-trick on his perfect 200th hat-trick. appearance for the club. Perfect hat-trick. Was yeah, it the a first perfect one? Yeah. In the league since May 2000. The header was a power header. It was, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Had a big run-up to that. Oh. I like so, it when Walters runs wild on a team. The, yeah. I do. the definition of a power header is the the ball moves faster from the person's head than it came to them. Yes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Just okay. so people know. Adds a bit yeah. of speed on. Yeah. Plus one. Such Don't a shame. very often. Such a shame that Boyan is out for a long time. Oh, yeah. Because he, really, he really seemed to find a home for the first time yeah, since I mean, his really early Stoke days for at doing Barcelona. That. Yeah, um, yeah he was flourishing. I mean, Stoke are going well. They're up to 10th and, and, and looking quite decent under Mark Hughes. Mm. Uh, He's done well, Hughes, he to, has. to sort of re-establish himself. Because mm. it, it's easy to forget, before, um, before Redknapp came in and pull the fucking holes in the in the <laughs> HMS QPR. Um, there was an absolute debacle with Hughes, and it's you know his. Um, but do you not think that stock was really low? But do you not think that's? I mean, there is a part of that that is QPR as well because Hughes. Well, yeah. he, he did well. At, was it Blackburn? He did well at Fulham. Didn't Redknapp have like thirty yeah. games to save like QPR season last time around? I don't, know, I don't think it was that. It took Thirty-eight over, to do it this time. Yeah. Just to <laughs> he took over in November, though, didn't he? It was way earlier than you remember than you think. Really? Yeah, he took over in like, November. Oh, right. When they got relegated. Yeah, I mean, he got, them, he got them straight back up. Mm. And he's 
probably got them straight back down. But, yeah. <laughs> but Mark Hughes always has a, a terrible season the first season. The second season, he seems to sort of pick up a little yeah. bit. He's that that, that did not happen at QPR. No, that's <laughs> true. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Arsenal beat uh, Aston Villa 5 0, Jim. Yeah, that was a wonderful performance. We've not seen enough of those sort of games from Arsenal this season. And it's, it, I think we made the point a little while ago that, you know, when teams that you know are good but are struggling to click into gear finally do click into gear, someone gets a hiding. And, yeah. and Villa's trajectory has just made them perfect to be that. Can I just say, I thought Arsenal were excellent. I watched the game. I don't want to take anything away from them, but I think Villa chucked it in. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they're embarrassing. They, Ozil had a goal wrongly ruled out as yeah. well, and it, it could have could have been even more. Aston Villa, though, I mean, they, they really look bad. I mean, you know, the, a club that size... They can't. They shouldn't be there no. as for some of the players they've got as well. Yeah. At this point, when you're looking at, uh, I know, I know the strikers are letting him down, but you've got to be looking at the manager now. Surely, yeah. like, like, this is a this is the the longest they've ever gone, isn't it? Without, um, I think they've broken the English football record, have they not? But haven't haven't they set a new club record for de- defeats in a row as well, or something right, okay. like that? There's okay, all these right. records which show like if you're the worst you've ever been, effectively in in important mm. areas, then you've got to look at the management. Surely, I know yeah. his hands are tied in terms of. You know he's got a shoestring budget compared to managers in the past, but it just—I don't see how Paul Lambert's Villa are ever going to be successful. That Carlos Hill signing is looks odder by the day. Like mm. I can't believe Although they got him. Belter, didn't he? He did look out of place in, against the against Arsenal. He looked all right, Carlos Hill. He looked a good player, and, and I just think that, as I said on, on on social media the other day, I was just thinking fifty-three of his fifty-four page contract must have just said re- relegation release clause, please, <laughs> yeah. because he looks so much better than everyone else there. Yeah. And they've, they've signed Scott Sinclair, which I think is if, if he's not played. Played a game since 2012. Is that May, right? Completely full match. Wow. That's that's such a damning indictment of the way young English footballers are treated, isn't it? Absolutely, it's terrible. He's way too good for that. Hopefully he can. T- hopefully he can. You know, if he can really take the ball by the horns and, and perform consistently yeah. for Villa, and they've got Heel in there and Ben Teke, oh, there's a lot of Eves, of course, but I mean, it could be a quite a nice story if Villa can stay up and and, and Sinclair can do the business. Because I don't think Villa have been relegated for a very long time. I think I, have like, they the, never been relegated? No, they were. They're releg- I think they're relegated in the mid eighties. Right. Um, but it's been a while, and they're of course a, a big national I institution. It was just Arsenal and Villa left in the Premier League that never been relegated. But I'm sure um, Twitter. Well, they've not been relegated well. from the Premier League. Oh right, of course. Yeah, but so, there's yeah. plenty of teams that haven't had that. But but Villa were definitely relegated in the mid eighties. I think. Ricky Lambert turned down a deadline deal with them. Ricky Lambert, obstinate. <laughs> you can't blame him too much, really. Um, uh, Sunderland beat Burnley 2-0. Little mensch for Defoe. The great goal. In, yeah. in, in his 14th consecutive Premier League season. I reckon Harry was still tempted for a oh, he would cheeky have been. little bid. He would have been. Yeah, even after he went to Sunderland. He, he admitted that he was, but he said that they wouldn't stretch no, I mean, even after he'd signed Oh, right, Sunderland. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think that, that that goal was an absolutely superb move. Lovely stuff. Back yeah. to Redknapp. Sorry, the target they really wanted was Emmanuel. <laughs> Just yeah. yeah, learning from mistakes. And yeah, just getting the really committed professionals to dig you out of a they hole. They were also linked with Danny Osvaldo as well. The guy who literally got <laughs> kicked out of Samantha for fighting everyone. Jesus you know what I mean? Christ. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you thought that would be a good ruck. Osvaldo <laughs> yeah. and Adebayor. There's yeah. only one way I'm going to get this set up. Yeah. He's going to be the next Newcastle man, isn't he? Oh, oh God! God. <laughs> They're going to set up some kind of quantum time tunnel from do you um, where you where he lives. Do you want to tell you that's never going to happen? Because it's too far away from Sandbanks. He negotiated. And it's part of his, I think it's part of his contract. He wanted a chartered uh, plane mm. to stay at Sandbanks. What, for Newcastle? Yeah. 
That would be amazing. Yeah. Jim. So it won't happen. <laughs> I know, I can't really talk. I'm just daydreaming. <laughs> I'll tell you what's going to happen. I'm going to get reverse murked by Pierce and Redknapp. And Pompey are going to get Redknapp as technical director again and Pierce as manager. <laughs> Oi, don't jump the gun. That'll be penance. Don't jump the gun. Don't jump the awesome gun. This show feels like it's gone on for ages because I can't wait to talk about Stuart Pierce. No, 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 no. <laughs> We've got to talk about um, Crystal Palace. Incredibly, they, they, they lost, didn't they, under. Apology, but yeah. let's not mm. talk about that. And Shola. It's, it's an, an anomaly. Yeah. Yes, they've Very signed Zahar the on a permanent deal. They've, 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 they've signed Zahar on a permanent deal. And Shola Amiobi on a free. Yeah. That's nice. I mean, you've got to say, Pete, you like Shola Amiobi. It's nice to see him like giving him a hug. Like Shola Amiobi OBE on a free. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, we would get to mention. Are we going to mention the fact that uh, Newcastle got rid of a lot of loaned a lot of players to Glasgow Rangers? Five yeah. players. Yeah. Five players. That's now dodgy about that, isn't it? It's like actually negotiating with himself. <laughs> <laughs> but I like to. They said. Uh, I think they've made, in this transfer window, Newcastle have made ten million, and then in the same day, it said Mike Ashley has lent ten million to Rangers Football Club. It's like, oh, that is a nice round number, but <laughs> 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 yeah. 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 at least skewed it slightly. <laughs> We've made ten point three, and Ashley's given nine. Point one, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, it's just it's, it's incredible. But did anyone see how pleased Aaron Allen looked to sign for Everton? Oh, that's yeah. so good. That's so good. Good. It's like a Nelka when he signed for West Brom. Yeah. <laughs> or Aaron anyone? Lennon. Yeah, <laughs> it's very true. Isn't Aaron Lennon still like twenty seven? He seems so much older, doesn't he? Yeah, I, I, he, he should have made that move a little while ago. He just, oh, God, you know, yeah. he's just he's just one of those players that came through that generation of kind of like, oh, he's going to be the next big thing. He made his debut very young, didn't he? Yeah. Mm. It was at Leeds, wasn't he? Yeah, right, right as they were oh, sort yeah. of in flames, effectively. Darren <laughs> Fletcher joining West Brom. Yeah, be nice to see him get some. Oh, that's game a decent time. move. We, we, he's thirty-one. We haven't seen him for a little while. Well, if he can stay healthy and stuff, because he's obviously got that condition that, yeah, that, that right. sort of limits him. But I mean, yeah. there's someone was making a decent point uh, on Sky this week, saying that actually, if he can get that condition under control, he should have a lot of running in his legs. He's mm. not played an awful lot of mm. football, so and thirty-one is that old. Thomas Rosicky. Indeed. 31's not a huge age for that type of player anyway. No. no. Yeah. Uh, 26-year-old Anderson has, has left Manchester United as well to join Brazilian side Internacional in a four-year deal. That probably happened about three weeks ago, but it's only now that anyone's noticed. <laughs> four years. I mean, that's a long old deal. I they've don't know not, how he got that. They've not <laughs> kept uh, in touch with what's going on. No, they really haven't, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, marvellous stuff. Um... All right, then. <laughs> All right. I think I'm going to let you guys do the talking. <laughs> You've waited long enough. Let's go to the championship. I can't see of this desk whether he's got a bun or not. <laughs> Neither can I, but let's say he has. I can assure you I have, <laughs> and it's not that unusual to not be able to see it. <laughs> oh, dear. The, the, Sat there with his two headphones on. Yeah. It was Ian Holloway's Millwall. It was. That put the final nail in, in the Stuart Pearce coffin. Jiminy Cricket. I tell you what, right, all joking aside, and as I'm, as loathed as I am to say it, <laughs> what a prediction yeah, from Luke well Moore. They were sitting pretty at the top of the league at the time. Because it was from so far off. Yeah. It would have been tied, yeah, if it was at the end of February. That would have been a little bit more sweet. It was I think. the 1st yeah. of February. Imagine if it was the 1st of March. Yeah. Been yeah. So oh, good. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, I mean, Stuart Pearce... Look at his little face! <laughs> <laughs> Look at his little face! Oh, he's earned it. All, he's I, will earned say, all I will say is, Stuart Pearce is, is not like a very good... This isn't going to go on for ages. He's not Come a on. very good manager. No, but the a, fact that... Don't talk yourself down here. We were just saying that it's a great prediction. The no, fact that, that was Luke's original point, though, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Oh, he's a bad manager, so eventually this will unravel, however um, rosy it looks no, now. No, but I think, I, I think the prediction was, was particularly good because you predicted it when they were on the app. Well, the, the, the reason for it is because if you, if you take a, a player or a person like that who's a legend at that club, Right. It, it completely stands to reason there'll be a feel-good factor times a hundred mm. 
when he goes there because everyone's like, oh, we'd love seeing him play. What a, what a great guy. Everyone, he's a legend there. Mm. And I said to you when I was at Craven Cottage last week, they were singing his name, the fans mm. still, even though they, yeah. got, they were appalling I mean, it, in the first half. The overall so, point is a shame. And then you chuck a, <laughs> a, and then you chuck a, a, a pretty, a, a pretty uh, adventurous chairman in the mix, and then before you know it, you've got a potent, a potent combination of a, a man losing his job for one of the season, yeah. which I take no pride in because a man's lost his job. Well, what your face is. I take a lot of pride in being right. I tell you that. <laughs> I, I was very surprised. I think we were all surprised that they gave him that amount of money. I mean, give him the managerial position by all means, but I mean, don't let him spend a shitload of money because you know he, well, they're under a transfer. But you've got to back him, though, haven't you? I can't remember the players they've signed now, but they mm. they are under a transfer embargo now. Mm. So, part the, part of the reason I, I thought there was a chance he may not go. Mm. Is is because of the transfer embargo? They can't sign anyone. I think it's, I think it's a really punitive one. I, think, I don't think they can sign players for the next three windows. Right. So so they are. They, if does they that include this one? Just I, on. not, I think it does. Yeah. But then obviously now Dougie Friedman's coming, and he's he's one of those managers who's just desperate to to get a job because yeah. he started well at Palace and it mm. went wrong for him at Bolton. And so you can see why he's been given the job and why he's taken it. But any manager worth his salt is going to think twice about it because of course Forrester are a big club and they, you know, they they've got a great history and everything. But they, you can't sign a single player. It's going to be very, and when, very difficult. And when that came in, it was kind of like it's now or never to get up. Uh, and so they're probably not going to make it in the next two seasons, are they? No. No, they've also lost, um, they've also lost um, Andy Reid through mm. a decent injury. They lost Chris Cohen, who's an important player for them as well. So they, they have had it tough down, down there. But but <clears throat> the Pierce thing is, is not a huge surprise if you look at the back of his, his record overall. But he's, not, he's just not a good manager. Mm. And, and I, I don't mean that in a disrespectful way because he's a great player. Mm. But just because you're a great player doesn't mean you're going to be a great manager. And I mean, look at what he did at Man City. Look, I mean, there was people talking about him for the England job, which is yeah. crazy. So, well, I mean, off the back of the Man City job, he ended up in the England setup, didn't he? Yeah, um, he was an assistant, and then, then that's, I think he had the other twenty one job, the twenty one job, wasn't it? And I think his, his managerial style is very much like his, uh, his his playing style. It was all sort of blood and thunder, and that's that's just not the game now. It's just not how it works anymore. And before we move on from um, what I've predicted correctly and what I haven't, um, is this crowd noise in the background? It's a little. He's coming home, but Stuart Pearce. Oh. This, this is the this is the good Stuart Pearce. Yeah, um, I actually wanted to make a serious point there, but you sort of undermined it's it. Quite right, uh, brilliant. Cheers, mate. No. Um, I also predicted that Redknapp would go before the end of the season, and it's on the best of 2014 special. So I tell you what, it's <laughs> been a good week for, yeah. for, for big Luke Moore. The trick is to just predict as many things as you can. <laughs> no, that Pierce one is one of the best predictions ever made on this podcast. So uh, 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 Andre Vorin in. <laughs> so who's next? Who's next for the Luke Moore chop? Uh, uh, let him, let, give him a week to yeah. think. I can't predict unless there's a full moon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I did enjoy uh, uh, Kelly's uh, article on the website about Stuart Pearce. You put in, um, it was it was a, a little clip from uh, Nice B versus Grenoble, a very odd free kick routine, mm. yeah. which is definitely worth checking out, where the goalkeeper, there's a free kick on the edge of the box, the goalkeeper is about... 10 yards maybe or 8 yards off his line and there's a mm. line of defenders on the goal line yeah. it is very strange to say the least yeah she does a great weekend round up every Monday yeah. which is worth yeah. checking out at thefootballround.com slash latest I frequently steal her opinions <laughs> on the show <laughs> And she's an excellent T-shirt seller as well at uh, yes. venue, uh, venues. <laughs> that's true. That, that, that's very true. Uh, Derby and Middlesbrough both won. Derby won 54 points. Um, Which has got to hurt Forest fans, hasn't it? At the top. Oh, yeah. Yeah, big time. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, Leeds beat Huddersfield in uh, the local Derby there. Injury time winner from, from Billy Sharp. Tommy Smith picked up a very bad injury, but he's OK. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, I'm yeah. pleased to hear he's all right. Good, good win for Leeds, though. But um, my favourite piece of championship news was the fact that Reading have signed Yakubu. 32-year-old Yakubu. That's how old I am. 
Yeah, right. It's not how old he is, me thing. Mm. <laughs> it's, it's an intriguing one. We, we, we spoke about this when he went to the Chinese Super League with Nicholas Anelka and Didier Drogba. Mm. After a few games, Anelka was like, this is rubbish. And they were like, OK, you can be the manager as well. And he's thinking, well, it's a different challenge. Manager, player, no, this is rubbish. I'm oh, that's an odd strategy, isn't it? I don't really like this. Would you want much more responsibility? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, just a different challenge, I suppose. Mm. Drogba was thinking, oh, this is rubbish as well. Went straight back to Europe. Yakubu, yeah, no, I'm fine. Yeah, Absolutely yeah. fine. Yakubu is like Colonel Kurtz in Apocalypse Now. <laughs> just in the middle of the jungle, <laughs> loving it. Yeah. <laughs> so why has he come back? He scored goals wherever he's been. He and has he's thirty-two years old. Yeah, he just wants to play in front of that um, unique atmosphere at the Medeski. Yeah. <laughs> and by unique, I do mean in the middle of an industrial state. No one's saying anything. That atmosphere. Oh. That's, a, that's a dig. I've been there, seen it for myself. There you go. <laughs> but yeah, it's good to have you, Kubu, back. I think we can all agree. Yeah, mm. be looking forward to that. It was a, good, it was a glorious um, vine of uh, Yakubu. He's gone. The yak is back. Oh, so he's just gone. The yak is back or something. I'm, I want to get started. The yak. <laughs> it, was it was something weird like that. He just kept on repeating his own name. I saw a great vine that came out when Bonnie signed for City. Um, it's Bonnie walking from the dressing room to the training ground at Swansea, mm. and he's walking up the uh, walkway thing and, and you can hear him singing and he's actually singing come on Wilfred Bolney score a goal for Swansea <laughs> that's great excellent my, uh, my favourite um, bit of the uh, the football league show this week was it, what's the what's the guy's name he, he's bald and he's got a goatee he's sort of a oh, Cleveland reporter Clem. yeah, yeah, yeah he, um, he was talking about Crawley Town's form and how they're not doing particularly well but he was stood on the pitch as the teams were coming out of the tunnel behind <laughs> him he was basically just talking about how shit they are Cheers, while mate. they're there <laughs> About to play, yeah. It's like a fucking shite. <laughs> Look at him. Yeah. Well, he's absolute fucking chances. <laughs> I don't even know why they're bothering today. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear! Scottish League Cup semi-finals happened. Yep, Celtic and Rangers. So First underwhelming that game. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It was always nineteen gonna, arrests. It was always it's not that bad. <laughs> Rangers are a pub side. Yeah, mm. do you they're think so shit. The <laughs> aforementioned uh, Joe Kinnear shirt that uh, Ka- I think it was Callum from Aberdeen uh, got right. me. I uh, played uh, football in it and I scored a lovely goal. So I'm going to wear it every week now. There you are. Why weren't you wearing the team's shirt? I was wearing the team shirt <laughs> over the top of it because it was bloody oh, okay. freezing. Oh, Isn't okay. that ridiculous? And, that and I was a second half substitute. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Were you playing for Newcastle? Can you one on your back? Nobody made anything of it. Yeah. <laughs> We've seen worse. Anyway, that game was dreadful. I really wanted it to be great, and it wasn't. Yeah, well, Chris, nice yeah that was a beauty, wasn't it? Mm. It sets up a date with the Tangerines. They beat uh, Aberdeen two one. Did Dundee United? Dundee United, Celtic in the final. Yeah. Gentlemen. In, in the final. Uh, let's go quickly to the Bundesliga. Whereas Borussia Dortmund drew 0-0 away to buy Leverkusen. They're bottom of the league. Yeah, they might go down. They might really go down. They but can... Also, Nuri Sahin, after the game, was saying that this you know this is a sign of progress and stuff. Like, Jesus. Jürgen <laughs> 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 Klopp basically just keeps saying, yeah, we'll be fine. We're, we're going to start. Don't worry about it's it. Very... Yeah. They could win the Champions League and get relegated. That won't happen. No. I know it won't happen, amazing, but it's possible. It? I, I, I think either get... of those things will happen. If, yeah. Really? No. You, what, you think they will stay up? Yeah. Because they're the not showing anything, charisma. are they? they, yeah, they I, I, just think, I just think they will. It does seem too mental that it will actually come yeah. to pass. But if they do, obviously they'll lose Marco Royce, they'll lose Aubameyang, they'll, they'll lose Hummels. I think they're going to lose Royce anyway, aren't they? Yeah. Cut, but at cut prices. 
Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. If they get relegated, Wolfsburg beat Bayern for one. Um, that was a turn up. That was. Yeah, but Wolfsburg were amazing. Kevin yeah. De Bruyne taking care of them yeah. business. Uh, Kevin De Bruyne's always looked really good when I've seen him play. I'm yeah. not just saying that now. He always, always, I saw him play before he. I think I. I think I saw him play before he signed for Chelsea against Chelsea at Sanford Bridge. Anderlecht, he was very was Yeah, I think rated, it was for Anderlecht, and he was, he was the only player worth a damn then, and I could see why they signed him at the time. Mm. But um, yeah, he was excellent against Bayern, really good. Is it Badge Dost? Oh, the best What's striker. Badge Dost is the best striker that no one ever talks about, ever. Yeah, yeah. He was amazing in Holland about... It might have been going into Euro 2012, and people were saying he's very unlucky not to get a nod in the Dutch squad because I forget who he was playing for, but he scored an absolute shitload of goals, mm, like yeah. a, you know, a ridiculous Matteo Kesman level of goals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, and he sort of disappeared a little bit. I think he might have had some injuries or something, but he is the best striker that no one talks about in in, in Europe. Mm. In you my opinion, first. Mm. Mm. Nice well, I mean, his his goal, the second goal, was an inc- if, if you've not seen it, check it out on FootyTube or something like that. Just a, a, an absolute screamer of a volley from the from the left hand side of the of the of the area. Just Bazdos oh, is a good name as well. It is. Yeah. I, th- that makes it even more surprising that he's not so well known, doesn't it? It's very nice to say Bazdost because his real his real name is Barry Dost, isn't it? Of course, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like Glasnost. Yeah, yeah. Africa Cup of Nations time, people. It's back. Oh, one of the Congo has gone home yeah um, it's the Republic of Congo rather than the Democratic Republic of Congo Claude Lirois his team are out shame yeah. really to see uh, see the big man go um, but the DR Congo are, are a better side and, and their four goals will testify to that yeah, I mean they were 2-0 down though yeah, they responded yeah. very well. Four goals. Game. Four goals in the last. Actually, saying that it was a hell of a second half. It was, yes. it was quite dull until then, and then it all came to life. Um, I liked it when the, uh, the, uh, the the injured man got hit by the golf golf cart. You, see <laughs> yeah. that? you love seeing injured like injuries to staff. Like Gary Lewin as well. Yeah. It reminded me. It. it reminded me. That was really funny. Yeah, it Only to you. Remember when um, Andrew BK went absolutely mad. It got sent off in the Cup of Nations because of the uh, injury, injured, injury yes, golf cart yes. thing. It was just completely inexplicable. I think he put himself out of the final for <laughs> suspension for no reason. But yeah, that one when the golf cart comes into yeah. shot or the little buggy, and it it it, it wasn't too bad, and it just no, it's not, it wasn't as good as the when the uh, stretcher bearer came legging on that game once and oh, slipped and two footed the guy. Oh yeah, yeah. that was good. <laughs> oh, my goodness. It's just the way the player sort of looks at the golf cart and just go, "Mate, what are you doing? Yeah. What are you doing? Learn, learn your stopping distance. <laughs> You're here to help." <laughs> yeah. That's not on the driving license, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> no, the, the DR Congo, they they go through. They're looking decent. They are looking decent. Um, Equatorial Guinea march oh. on as well. They've reached <laughs> their first ever semi final in this competition. In controversial circumstances, yeah, that, that wasn't a penalty. To say the least. It, was a it, was like, it reminded it was me of, of South Korea in 2002. Yeah. Is that right? Mm. Yeah, no, it's, <laughs> that, was a, yeah. that was a tasty game. Awarded so, a penalty in the 90th minute with Tunisia 1 0 up. Yeah. <laughs> really, um, some, some dodgy tackles going on there. I mean, Tunisia, they, um, they were. They were sharing the fouls. No, it always surprises me when a referee does that. Because like, that penalty, you'd say, was controversial, right? Mm. So in the last minute of a massive game, where he's going to get all sorts of pelters, potentially literally get pelters mm. um, after the game. You think, surely that would make you go the other way and not give it. Well, I mean? Yeah, but he gave yeah. it to the hosts, though. Yeah, so... 
But I mean, you're still going to get. I mean, he had to take. He had to get police to escort him down the tunnel. I mean, the, the Tunisian fans were going absolutely mental. Yeah, true. Look, uh, the coach as well afterwards. Was, yeah, this shouldn't be a, a factor in his head thinking. Oh, I want to be close to the town. He's a human being. He's a human being, though. Yeah, mm. that's right. But you, you you do wonder, especially with empty stadia um, in in the tournament, unless it's the um, the hosts and all that kind of yeah. stuff. Mm. Is there something going on? Balbar, who, who scored the penalty and mm. a very very good free kick um, in, yeah. in extra time after that, he looked emotionless. For both of them, mm. like really, almost like a like a like a the Terminator. <laughs> no, but like I mean, like like he's never had an emotion. Like, <laughs> he doesn't know what they are. It was it was actually kind of creepy. Keep well, an eye out case, for the golf cart. Yeah, he might be a potent weapon <laughs> in the semi. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you just kind of got a replicant playing for them. <laughs> <laughs> Is that why they got kicked out for an ineligible player yeah, beforehand? Yeah. They're actually using an, an android, ineligible being. Yeah. He's busy dreaming of electric sheep. Yeah. Electric footballers. Oh, oh Philip K. Dick reference there. There Beautiful. we go. Um, Ivory Coast uh, versus Algeria. They've That's woken more up. like it. They've woken it's up, haven't they? 3 1 Coast. to the coast. Yeah. What do you think to her, Renard's bib? Uh, Renard versus Gorkouf. Yeah, he, he's wearing the white shirt. Yeah, it's yeah, back. Of and they tried to they contain it with a bib, but did it work? Did it swear? Did it balls? Yeah. Um, Algeria were also in white. That's why. Renard. Renard mm. um, needed to put on, on the pink bib. Um, but he did it with a smile, and uh, Bonnie scored a couple of headers. That second yeah. header was a lovely yeah. one. Great goal, yeah. Mm. It's taken him a while to sort of really hit form in this tournament, but uh, he has done. Ivory Coast, after a bit of a shaky start, began to believe in themselves mm. in the first and half. And Jovino did the business as well. He sealed it, didn't Jovino, he? Yeah. he looks a different player from when he was at Arsenal. Yeah. Well, well, I mean, he, 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 he knows how to use his well. legs That's what Wenger do to you. <laughs> <laughs> well, Roma, he's been putting in a good shift. Absolutely, though. yeah, no. Um, it's It's been really good in this section of the tournament. It's very tight in the group stages, isn't it? A lot of sort of narrow kind of results but um, it's, it's really opened up that's been my favourite game so far yeah mm. Ivory Coast mm. um, Algeria I mean on another day Algeria could have won but it was more like it from Ivory Coast mm. and I, I mean they've set up a, a, a date with the with the DR Congo well we always say how they're, they're sort of perennial underachievers yep. aren't they Ivory Coast but they're in the semis yeah mm. uh, as are Uncle Avi's Ghana yeah, yeah that was my favourite game of the yeah, tournament can, so can he far? got through by, by drawing lots that's um, so weird, isn't it? Yeah, it is. But uh, but Atsu with with a double for 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 Ghana on loan at Everton from Chelsea, of course. And Apai got the other one. I think it's at Crystal Palace, actually. Yeah. Um, if Atsu, but he's on loan at like Cambridge, isn't he, or something like that? Right. Okay. If Atsu um, meant his his second goal, it's, for me, it's the goal oh, of the tournament. Yeah. No, because it, it. I think he did. You know. I'm not sure the way he looks. I'm, mm. It was one of those sort of. Could be a cross, could be a shot. Oh my god, it's gone in the f- top corner in the far end. <laughs> <out>. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, I, I choose to think he meant it. It was right. a no luck goal. <laughs> yeah. In like a no luck pass. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah. Yeah, Phil Neville gutted. <laughs> <laughs> he would have two footed him. Yeah. While celebrating. Yeah, he would have away. He would have done no look two foot, two footer. Yeah. Yeah. Phil Neville <laughs> undoubtedly kicked his TV in watching that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then told his son off. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you be enjoying that? Yeah. Um, so it's Ghana versus Equatorial Guinea and uh, DR Congo v Ivory Coast. Could be a, I expect it will be a Ghana Ivory Coast final, um, yeah. and I'll be delighted with whoever wins. In, in fact, whoever wins, it will be it will be brilliant. Yeah, whoever wins, we win because exactly. uh, British Eurosport HD going to be showing every match of the African Cup of Nations from the start, as we've seen to the bitter end. There'll be gold, there'll be ten golf carts on the final, just right. smashing it. There's going to be a destruction derby. Twenty-two, every player <laughs> in a golf cart. It's going to be wonderful. Yeah, so we're going to be playing Pete's game in just a moment. I hit a talk in the third person, but you can win a one-year Eurosport player subscription. So you can follow British Eurosport's coverage of the African Cup of Nations or whatever the heck's on the tennis. We've had the Asian Cup as well. Yeah, we'll be hearing about that no doubt 
Shall we hear about it now? Yeah. All right, then. Okey Let's doke. extend the British Eurospot love, shall we? Yeah, well, you can't watch it anymore because it's finished and Australia right. won. I'm they sure there'll did. be a highlights package, Marcus. I'm sure there will We've be. We've got a lot of Australians <laughs> tweeting us as soon as they won, so shove that up your hole, Ramble. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah good old Aussies. They beat uh, South Korea. After extra time, they beat them two-one. The only goals that South Korea have uh, yeah. conceded in the, the tournament. The goalkeeper really should have done better on the first one as well. Of all the times, no, the second one, which he sort of pushed out. I thought no, the first I think one. The first one, Luongo. he's got a lot of time to see that coming. I, I thought it was a bit of a fizzer. It was a nice hit. I'm not a... saying that, does, but it um, wasn't. I and just does Luongo does Luongo play for Swindon Town? Yeah, I think he plays. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the, the, uh, South Korea equalised in, in in injury time, um, but they. Still haven't won the tournament since 1960. Great final. I mean, you compare that to Australia. Their, their first Asia Cup um, was in... Uh, well, they joined the AFC in 2006. Right. Um, they, they lost out in the final to Japan in 2011, and they've won it. So, the very recent history of the tournament, they've done extremely mm. well. That decision essentially ensured that New Zealand now qualify for, into a playoff at least for every single World Cup. But, it, but it's benefited Australia. Oh, for sure. I've definitely, absolutely. They've been putting yeah. in some good performances absolutely in the World right, Cup. Absolutely right, it has. And, and, all has. That sort of, mm. and all that sort of jazz. Yeah, next Newcastle fringe player. Yes. <laughs> grabbing, grabbing the glory. Who was yeah. that? Uh, Trice, is it Trice, oh yeah, James Tracy. I, I like his name. Can never say his name because it rhymes with John Aloisi. Yeah, he's also okay. Australian. He used to play with Portsmouth. Mm. But where's the extra syllable? Tracy. I always used to call him Tracy. Oh, no. Trace. Tracy. 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 Get down here now. <laughs> Tracy. We're well, pleased to see. Um, dinks, mate. <laughs> pleased to say it's to see Timmy Cahill celebrating. He's gone to um, Shanghai Shenhua, hasn't he? He has. I may go and visit him yes. next month. Yes. <laughs> there we go. I don't know when. The, I think the league will have started. Treat by then. him like a corner flag. <laughs> Not the way he treats a corner flag. Um, yeah, so great stuff. Well done, Australia. Mm. Uh, and now it's time for Pete's Mystery Voice Game. It is time for uh, Pete's Mystery Voice Game. Last uh, week we heard uh, this man. He was a man who has featured in the African combinations before. Yes, I think this is my second home. You know, uh, even now when, I, when I'm flying over, you know, I'm so excited. Have you guys got any idea who it might be? I was dreadful last week, so I'm, I'm keeping my peace this week. <laughs> you had a crap. Uh, Didier Drogba. Was it Freddie Canute? <laughs> it's not Freddie Canute, no. It's not Yakubu. Was it 32-year-old Yakubu? <laughs> 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 uh, a lot of people, uh, Atmund Barkal going for um, John Fashionu. No, I mean, not happening. Not happening, really. Uh, Carnu, <laughs> no. Richard Ward, uh, Marcel Desai, uh, no. Ben. Ben, ben actually Marcel went. Desai. Ben went for Desai and also JJ Gotcha as well. France ever play in the Africa Cup? <laughs> <laughs> Stuart Allen went for Ijig Johnson. I mean, the. Okay. It just baffled That's really. the level with it. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. If I'd I mean, known the guesses with that shit, I might have had a proper guess myself. <laughs> do, do I need to reiterate that this player has played in the African Cup? Was it Jamie Redner? I fear that I do. Uh, Thomas Rongan? Uh, Andrew Lawn, uh, but the person who got it right, Tariba West, uh, Richard Wilson. The person who got it right was uh, Alastair. I don't actually have a second name for Alastair. Let's check his email address. Can we give him Alastair one? Renton? Oh, yeah. From um, Transporting. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the the voice in question was Lucas Radebi. Oh, oh, right. Right. Yeah. People should have got that. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah. I say having not got it myself. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, so what does he uh, win? Uh, he wins uh, an entire year subscription uh, to the Eurosport HD player, which is great news. More details can be found if you want to pick up a, a, a copy of that particular app. And indeed, that's a subscription uh, online on the uh, global Eurosport page, tv.eurosport.co.uk. So uh, now you know. Uh, this is this week's voice. <laughs> وعندنا حلم 80 مليون يمكن احنا مسؤولين عنه ان شاء الله ربنا يوفقنا ان شاء الله ونسعد ونسعد جميع مصر كلها زي ما ساعدناهم 
يوم السبت ان شاء الله نقرر باذن الله ونعمل الانجاز باذن الله ونكون باذن الله وجنوب افريقيا ان شاء الله. If you know who that African Cup of Nations star is, uh, text me, text me, email me on uh, voice at the footballramble.com. Uh, let us know who that is, and the first person to get it right wins the year's subscription. It's the final week next week, so, uh, oh, yeah. you know, best make it good. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Make it good. Indeed. And now it's time for your highlights uh, of the footballing week with Luke Moore. Hi, everyone. Hi. Hello, um, Luke. I've got some highlights of the week here sent in by our lovely... Are any of them about listeners. Stuart Pearce? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you might want to just sort of go get a cup of tea. Yeah, that's it. No, no, no I, didn't, I didn't include any Stuart Pearce ones. Well um, you kept I mean, all I the think, glory for yourself. I think we've all heard enough about that. Um, <laughs> What have I got here? Martin Dempsey is coming on Twitter saying, Paul Merson being asked on Sky Sports News to help the others with the pronunciation of Juan Cuadrado. Wow. He was like a fish up a tree. <laughs> <laughs> Which I quite like. I was on the radio last night and I had to say Cuadrado. I could not get it out though, so I, I, uh, my heart goes out with him. I once threw a fish into a tree, accidentally, when fishing with my father when I was younger. There you I've never been fishing. Has everyone been fishing in the ramble? Went in a tree. Oh, yeah, I've been fishing, yeah. Has everyone been fishing? I've never been fishing. Really? Surprise me. Let's go fishing in Oslo. Law at the weekend. We've all done it, mate. Oh, well. yeah. <laughs> Completed it. Right. Uh, Andrew Pizzle says, My highlight is Andrew Newcastle Pizzle. United sending five reserve team players to Glasgow yeah. Sports Direct shops on zero hours contract. Yes. <laughs> Hashtag libel. And then he says, Actually, apologies. My highlight of the week was uh, Sean Till looking at my LinkedIn profile. Ooh. Minus oh. moustache, sadly. How was that work? Former Sean, 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 Sean Till up to? don't know. Perusing LinkedIn. He doesn't say, but Andrew, if you're still listening, um, why don't you give us a Sean Till update? Let us know what he's doing. Mm. Because I remember him with his nice moustache being quite a good player for Aston Villa back in the day. Mm. I think he might have been in the team that won the League Cup in the early 90s. Might be right there. Pull me up on that if I'm wrong, guys. With Milosevic. Um, Did Milosevic score a goal? Savo. It was a yeah, prominent I think, I think Big no, Andy... No, it was a good strike, that. Big Andy Townsend tour. would have been there as well, I think. Be, Leeds yeah. in the final 3-0, I think. Lovely. Graham Rooney says, uh, John Carver and Steve Bruce looking like fat old doppelgangers of Ant and Deck. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely old job. Mm. Harsh. Ben Delaney on Facebook. The BBC getting Luis Figo's quote wrong. He actually... <laughs> he said, football has given me so much and I want to give something back. But what he really said was, football has given me so much and I'd like that to continue until death. What else have I got here? A couple of people saying that uh, Shona Ramiro will be joining Palace, the team out of Pardiola. Peter Smith said that. Oh, I've got a big shop update. I'll finish with a big Three. shop update. Cool. Uh, Lewis Campbell says yesterday while working in a popular high street supermarket I witnessed a young boy riding the back of a trolley and use his right foot to execute a perfectly legal handbrake turn into the ready meals aisle brilliant his mum then grabbed him and said you're already on the yellow one more and you're back in the car (laughs) 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 hashtag big shot parenting yes wonderful that yeah, is great. That that is that he's got everything so thanks for that, Lewis Campbell. That was fun. Mm. I uh, I got an email from from a, a chap called Andy Brown who I bumped into today, um, and he uh, he's a Groomsby Town fan. He said Groomsby never get a mensch on the show, so there you are. He was also um, well pleased that their uh, he was telling me about Lennel John Lewis, their player who's oh, yeah. named the shop. The shop. Yeah. yeah. I think I think Jeff Stelly might talk about him here and there on the Soccer Saturday. Yeah, yeah, His name is a right. shop. Is the uh, chant? Yeah. 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 So there we are. I, Groomsby I like Town fans. You've got a mensch. <laughs> I like. To, we didn't mention Middlesbrough as well. It is. Uh, quite well again uh, this week. A brief mention that I did so them in Derby. Steve Gibson is looking younger and younger every single time the chairman of because uh, no, 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 no. it could have gone, gone he looks a little bit like the UK um, old man porn star uh, Ben Dover so it could have gone that way but it's gone kind of the, the better way I think. He's, I he's met done Ben right. Dover once. Did you? Yeah, I'm he, delighted to not be able to immediately know what he looks like. He, he, he looks he, like Steve Gibson. <laughs> yeah, he's also sure. the father of the kid in uh, Outnumbered. Yes. Yeah. Quite a good actor. The Steve Gibson thing, I often think that when you see people like that, because I think when you get, 
when you get to like that level of wealth, mm. it's all swan's blood and monkey embryos, isn't it? Like, yeah, it's, it's well, all just, you know what I mean? It's fine. Like, there's secret ways yeah. of staying young. Oh, with, yeah, 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 pretty it's virgins. The milk. Illuminati. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, that sort yeah. of thing. Yeah, yeah. And Ayose um, uh, Perez getting a um, beef burger thrown on his head. Oh, yeah, that was excellent. It was It was burger, bun, cheese, and everything. It was so wonderful. That was in front of the home fans? Yeah. Was it? So it was in front of... Just exciting. Was it, it was no, in front it's, of it's, the Newcastle like, fans? Yeah, it was. Yeah, oh, so it was in front of the away fans, the Newcastle yeah. fans? Maybe yeah, it was yeah, like yeah. a sign of Sorry, affection. You've had a goal, now have a burger. It's technically a gift. It's like when Jim threw his fish in the tree by accident. Yeah. Somebody just lost control of their burger. It's a bit like that. That, they didn't. They didn't drop that burger. <laughs> that was yeah. a very ferocious drop. Yeah. Maybe uh, someone had. Maybe some Newcastle fan had someone else. Uh, they made a correct score bet or something. Right. It ruined it or first score like or maybe, throwing, it, score maybe they were throwing at Cabela to get getting fed Beef up. Beef up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Speaking of uh, absolute. Yes, uh, Absolute Radio have got a Barclays Premier League uh, football match taking place this weekend. Uh, this weekend's Barclays Premier League uh, football match will be... <laughs> Do you want us to fill for you, Pete? Yes, that'd them... be fantastic, yeah. <laughs> it's uh, QPR versus Southampton. Jimmy Bollard in for Ian Wright alongside Ian Stone. And uh, we're delighted to say that Clark Kyle may very well be making oh, a welcome brilliant. return to the commentary box, which Excellent is great news, news, alongside John Champion. So, Superb stuff, superb stuff. Um, Oslo. Oslo, we're talking to you. Was that and that man out of, um, keeping up appearances? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're coming to Oslo, aren't we? On the, on the 7th of February, we're Saturday. doing a live show. Saturday, 7th of February. I'm coming on the Friday, so I'm going to be just rolling around Oslo by myself, causing bother. <laughs> that is actually happening. Eating as well. snow in the park. I don't know how this has happened. <laughs> Eating white or yellow snow. I, th- I just got sent an email saying this is when you're flying. And for some yeah. reason, you're doing the whole weekend on your own. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Donaldson on tour. Yeah. I might turn up for the show. Actually, to be fair, the Chinese embassy do have my passport, so I'm hoping they're going to give me it back in time. This is taking yeah, a turn. I have no idea why I'm this have to is go going on. I think, think, well, think Marcus was going to say, go to thefootballramble.com yeah. to see if you want to buy a ticket. I think I was, yeah. yeah. And why, Pete's life got in the way. Why have they got your passport? Because I've applied for a visa, and they're quite um, arsy about what Airbnb and is. There's no way you're don't getting understand in, it. Okay. If they're doing any sort of background checks, there's no way you're getting But the show's on the Saturday at Four o'clock, I do believe. Right. That is an important point to make. Doors I do at believe. three, I think. Doors at three. At four, yeah. Goodness me, that is that is early. I'm going to be drinking long throughout the night. Let's yeah. hope you do. Mm, let's that's hope when you're we, at your best. Yeah. Let's hope we don't have to do it three-handed because Pete's been up on like eating pickled fish. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Almost certain to happen, isn't it? I fully intend to hate every moment of that plane ride home. So, <laughs> yeah. yay! Let's, let's enjoy it. Marvelous. Well, that, that is the end of the pod this week. If you want to get in touch, the email address is shoutthefootballramble.com. The Twitter is at footballramble, and the website where Kelly writes marvelous articles is thefootballramble.com. Of course. Say goodbye, Jim. Goodbye, Jim. Say goodbye, Luke. Goodbye. Say goodbye. PT Kelly Wells and it's goodbye from me. Oh, hang on, I'll Sorry. do. Hang on, I'll do this. So, you've got an idea for a business, the store of your dreams. There's just one thing to figure out, everything. That's why Shopify's all-in-one commerce platform makes it easy to sell online, in person, and everywhere else. Sell on social media 
source products with an app to get that first sale feeling. It's the only solution that gives you everything you need to sell everywhere you want. So when you're ready to bring your idea to life, power it up with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. 